Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Reality Recap Podcast. <laughs> I just made that up. Um, we are back today with Quincer Day for our recap of episode 10 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Hi everyone, I love that little jingle. Thank you. You should add that. I, I should. Record it. Well, I mean, it's recorded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You put some track <laughs> below it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so we're back on Friday. Um, <laughs> We've been slacking. Sorry, sorry if you listen to this <laughs> and you're like, why is it always come out on Friday? It's um, kind of exciting, though. It gets yeah. prepared for this week, kind of. It kind of reminds us that, like, there's a new episode. And I have some confu- cons- <laughs> some conspiracy theories on why we are in episode 10 and there are eight queens. Oh, well, I'm, I'm intrigued to hear. So with that, let's just get right into it. Let's do it. So as you know, this week was the let's make each other up week. Yes, the makeover challenge. I think challenge. that there are, we're still eight queens so that there would be enough pairs of queens to do this challenge. Ooh, I didn't think about that. That I didn't think about it in the moment, but then when I was smart. reflecting, I was like, maybe that's why. That's smart. So with that being said, let's start from the beginning. So the there... Psy- <laughs> the psychic that we the just psychic, remembered. The mini challenge was not a challenge. It was indeed a psychic reading. Which honestly was a fun change of pace. <laughs> well, at first I thought that what Rue meant was that they were going to be doing a psychic reading themselves. Like they were going to be doing psychic readings like as like a mini like, challenge okay. like, like fun, thing like a yeah. funny thing because I think they did something like that on Canada's Drag Race mm. so I was like this makes sense mm-hmm. but then when the actual like medium psychic was there I was like this is just so odd but I'm so here for it I kind of loved it <laughs> I don't know why it's um I mean some of the stuff that she called out was just so funny like with Candy Muse um being like so you didn't like someone here and she was like yeah Rosé um, <laughs> <laughs> but now I do um I love that she's so like real with it Candy and like it's kind of funny but also like sometimes it's just annoying but with Candy it is funny yeah it is funny um and then she also called out Denali and Rosé yeah I felt a little bad I felt awkward because about that. I know that Rosé has a boyfriend yeah so um, I was like this is probably so awkward. Rosé was probably like, <laughs> it's all good, honey. We're good. We're fine. I mean, fine. she like even said like, yeah, I mean, my boyfriend would kill me. So like, <laughs> <laughs> like let's stop. Yeah, that was kind this. of awkward. And do you believe in psychics? I feel yeah, like you do. I, I, I do. I, I do. I, okay. When I see these mediums, I also do. But for some reason, there was like something that made me feel like, okay, maybe a producer told this psychic. Well, it's different say. when it's on TV and it's not happening, of course, like live. Like, yeah. cause you don't know what you don't know. Like right. we're not there. We don't see it. So mm-hmm. like all of this stuff could have been stuff that they had written down before or True. that producers had told them. I thought the cow was pretty weird. The cow was weird. Clara the cow. Clara the cow. Um, um, oh, wait. We forgot to talk about how Utica, her attitude after she came back from winning the lip sync. Oh, my gosh. You're right. The, she's bold. She's very she's bold. She's really bold. So, for anyone that doesn't remember, let me rejog your memory. Utica had to um, lip sync for her life last week against mm. Elliot. Yeah. And after it was done, she was like, yes! And, like, it was like, <laughs> yes, I won! Yes! <laughs> and she was like, thank you so much, Rue. Like, no tears, no, like, oh, She was like that before Rue even said for her to stay. Yeah. Like, she was like that the second it got done. Yes. So I was like, what? And then uh, uh, in the next episode, so episode 10, she was like, honestly... I am so happy. I feel like I have a, a new energy underneath me. I really feel like I could win this thing. And all the queens are like, 
girl, you just have to lip sync for your life. Like, yeah. relax. I know. It's a little, it's a little odd. Um, <sighs> Utica is just such an odd queen. So odd. I, I don't understand. I mean, even in her, like, walkthrough with Rue later in the episode of last episode. Oh, last um, episode. I thought you were she, talking about this episode. Like, she was like, did you like lip sync? And, like, Rue's like, well, you're standing here. So, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> she but what said, kind of question is that? Did you like the lip sync? She was like. <laughs> um, Why would you ask RuPaul? If, like, come on. That is such a weird thing. A little conceited. Like, I'd maybe say. she was just trying to see the good in it. Because I can see Utica being that queen that's like, there's a good, there's good in everything. Which I'm also like that. Yeah. But I don't think I would <laughs> ask RuPaul. Yeah. Did you guys, did you like that lip sync? I mean, also, it's with, if you feel good about a lip sync and it saves you, like, you know you did well. You know what you're capable of. Mm-hmm. You don't need other people's approval about no. that. Like, you're here. Like, yeah. obviously it worked. Obviously you were better than the other queen. It's so strange. She's just such a strange queen. And, like, she continues to exemplify it throughout this episode, too. Yeah. So, like, we'll get to it. But I just, we had to go back and remind everybody yeah. of that moment. Um, but back to the sidekick. She kind of calls out Denali and Rosé. She yeah. calls out Miss <laughs> Clara the cow. Yes. And... Tina talked about her dad a little bit. Yeah, Tina did get a little personal, which yeah. I thought was interesting for her. Yeah, we don't see that a lot from we her. Don't. So that was kind of nice. It was kind of nice. It made me think, I was like, oh, no, is she going to go home this episode? Because anytime they, like, uh, Every time they have anything, a soft I'm story, like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Tina actually has been, like, revealing a lot about herself throughout this process. and I agree. I like it when she does that. I also, uh, I stalked her the other day. Um, she's <laughs> on like, Instagram, on, not, on, in, not in real life. <laughs> not in real life. Just um, saying that for the record. But uh, <laughs> her makeup is, like, really good now. Like, really good now. Interesting. Um, and I've been seeing, like, other queens kind of, like, say that, too. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I definitely noticed that. I think she's elevated her drag a lot since, like, Drag Race. Mm-hmm. So I'm intrigued to see, like, I don't know. I'm intrigued to kind of see how far she's going to get in this competition, honestly. Mm. I just am, like, very intrigued by it. She's a strong competitor. She really is. But she falls a little flat for me, just in terms of, like, she's like every other She needs queen. a little more risk, I think. Yeah. I think she needs some type of risk, and maybe we'll see that in tonight's episode. Also, I feel like... Um, Tina is the type of queen that will just like protect you. I don't know why. I agree. I just it's get like that vibe you're from her. a part of her like clan. Like, don't she, fuck with her. Yeah, you know? she'll she's like a ride or die. Yeah, I definitely see that from her. Um, so really, that's all that happened with the sidekick. My favorite part of it was when Rue was like, like blinked and like brought them back. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> so know. So corny. I love the corniness. But so but here it's for so it. Fun. Yeah. Um. So then. It's re- revealed, sorry, I had to get, um, that this week is the, the makeover, makeover challenge. challenge. Yeah. Usually in non-COVID years, they bring in super fans, which I usually super love. Super fans to like soldiers, to family members. Mm-hmm. Like they have oh, I brought love it in when like they do family members. so many, so many different types of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, the way that they decided to do it because of COVID times, of them making over themselves, I actually think it's a really good challenge. It's hard. It's hard because it's not like someone who doesn't do drag. Mm-hmm. You're working on another drag queen right. who has a huge personality mm-hmm. and has a huge different way of... Being. Being, yeah. And they've also, like, created a, their own character. So it's kind of like, can this person break out of what they usually do yep. and become 
another drag queen. <laughs> and as we'll get into, some queens did better than others. Yeah, yeah. Um, but overall, I thought it was a great challenge to like kind of just get to know the queens. Me too. I honestly wouldn't mind if they did it like this again. Maybe not like all the time, mm-hmm. but like I wouldn't mind seeing it again. I like, wouldn't mind it's seeing pretty, it again either. I mean, it honestly separates the people that like know what they're doing and are yeah. good at this and know their brand. Yeah, exactly. Which brand will come up again I in my conversation, agree. in my my end of the conversation, because I have some things to say about their <laughs> brands. Okay. All right. Um. But anyways, so the the pairings were um, Rose and Tina, which um, we talked about this kind of last week too. We were like, oh yeah, like it'd be interesting to see them yeah. together, kind of. <laughs> and anybody yeah. with Rose or Tina would have been interesting. So the fact that they got put together, together I yeah. was like, okay, yeah, let like let's see how this like, goes. <laughs> I thought the um, same thing. We um, had Denali and Olivia. Mm-hmm. Um, Utica and Simone. Mm-hmm. And Gottmik and Candy. Yep. So eight queens, four mm-hmm. pairs. What Before anything started, was there a pair that you were most excited to see? I wouldn't say I was excited to see any of them. I was really intrigued by... Um, by Simone and Utica just mm-hmm. because they are so opposite of each other <laughs> that I was just really intrigued if it was going to be really good or if it was going to be really bad I was like excited to see how it was going to turn out okay. um, and I honestly guess the same thing with Rosé and Tina because they have beef and I was they have beef? well they've kind of touched on it a little bit but they haven't really shown a lot of it but like they mentioned that like I don't know Tina's got a weird thing with like Rosé and they're both from the city and like yeah she thinks that Rosé is, like, stuck up and whatnot. Oh. But, um, so I was intrigued to see, like, how they would work together and what they would do together. Especially yeah. someone doing Tina Burner. Like, I just was, like, intrigued. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, how about you? Um, I think I would agree. I was also intrigued by Simone yeah. and Utica. Not because their drag is so different, but because Utica seems like she could be hard to work with. Mm. And... We kind of saw her be a little bit difficult, but I feel like she also did get kind of an an edit that way. Yeah. And I don't actually think she was as difficult as, like, it came off. Yeah. Um, And I also think that, like, the Bob Ross thing I don't really understand. No, I'll never understand that. Yeah, I don't (laughs) understand the Bob Ross thing. This thing, I can get behind what she is saying um, and what Simone was saying, too. I mean, like... Simone's character is the Ebony Enchantress, and mm-hmm. it's so near and dear to her heart mm-hmm. that I could understand why she would be a little hesitant to put it on Utica, and why Utica would be a little hesitant to wear it. Wear it yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, but RuPaul, I thought, said it best. If something is done out of love, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter. Yes, and I almost was like, I was holding my breath the entire episode during that part because I was like, if Utica is standing in front of Simone and Simone is saying, I want you to do this and we're going to make it so it's not offensive and it's not like you're wearing blackface or anything like that. Well, that's what I was also confused about too is that what was Utica exactly thinking that Simone was going to do? do? Yeah. Yeah. I think she was scared that like she's seen what her drag is, of course, which is also an interesting part of this challenge is that these queens have been working together now for nine weeks or so. Yeah. They know each other's brands. And so I think what Utica was probably thinking is like, oh my God, she's going to put me in like braids or she's going to put me right, in like probably. something that is like that, appropriative. That's but, probably what she was thinking. But also Simone 
is a smart queen. Yes. She's not stupid. Like yes. she knows what to do. Yes, I agree. And so in that sense, I was just kind of getting a little bit annoyed with um, Utica because I was just like, if she goes on the entire episode like this, questioning Simone, it's See, just not yeah, going to be good. That's the thing is that I, I think it's okay to bring up the conversation once to mm-hmm. Rue when they're talking. Right. But when Rue says something, you, it, that conversation dragged on throughout the entire episode, basically, yeah. which I was kind of like, eh. um, you're right. Like, it'd be nice to kind of just like talk about it and just be like, we don't need to. There's not much really to say anymore. Utica, like, just do whatever Simone's telling you to do. (laughs) Like, Simone's going to take care of you and just just do it. So, eventually, she did it, and she was biting her nails the whole time, though. I was like, oh, my gosh, please. I can't just, I can't, I cannot deal with this. But in the workroom, I enjoyed watching uh, Rosé and Tina work together. (laughs) I agree. I was not expecting that. (laughs) Well, because I think that they were being, like, overly nice to each other for a second. (laughs) Is that what it was? That was my phone. Um, I think so. Because, um, what's her name? Tina is so, like, sassy in her confessionals about Rosé. She is. And says so much shit behind her back that I'm like, (laughs) okay, you're in person with her now and you're acting like you're BFFs. Like, you're like, oh my God, are you? You know? And I'm like, (laughs) what the? Um, So I think it was, like, a little awkward. But honestly, I think that they they definitely did warm up up to each other Mm -hmm. at some point. Um... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened with between them. I feel like we... I feel like I wish I I don't think anything could... really happened. I think that Tina maybe is a little threatened by... Maybe. Rosé. Maybe. Both from New York. They're both, like, huge personalities. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. I guess. Um, honestly, I don't really remember much of Denali and Olivia in the workroom for some reason. I don't either. I remember Olivia um, picking out an outfit for Mm -hmm. Denali and I remember kind of questioning it a little bit because um, the brand, the brand Mm. and um, we'll get to that a little bit later, but yeah, (laughs) we'll, we'll talk. I've got some Um, things to say, but, and then of course, uh, got Mick and candy were in the hardest group. I think, I agree. I don't know. I don't think it's fair to say that size is what makes it harder. I don't think so either. So I don't actually think they were in the hardest group. That's just what everybody likes to say. I think Simone and Utica had the hardest group. See, this to me, um, this conversation also dragged out throughout the entire episode Mm -hmm. as well, which I was a little annoyed about because you're drag queens. This is what you do. Right. Like, you could go to a store and you can go to like a... I don't know, a vintage store or a Goodwill and find an oversized thing and make it fit you. I do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't... I thought that was silly. I it agree. was too much complaining. Um, too much complaining, and it's just like, at the end of the day, they made it work. You yeah, know what I mean? very well. But I felt like they were just using this excuse of like, well, we have the hardest ch- task because we're not even like the same size, da 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 And it's like, well, what was Candy preparing for? Because yeah. you know this challenge is coming. They always do the makeup makeover challenge. Yep. And it, so it's kind of like, were you You'd expecting... You'd probably have to a, sew either way. Yeah, were you expecting to have a woman? So you were expecting somebody with hips and right. all that stuff. So, you know... At the end of the day, they did a fine job, but I just did find the conversation a bit annoying. I agree with you on that. Yeah. So then we moved on to the runway where they got to teach each other each other's walks, which I thought that this was such an interesting, like, little thing because, you know, when we see them walk down the runway, 
I never quite clock that as like, oh, this is how they walk. But then mm-hmm. watching them have to actually teach another drag queen was very telling. I agree. And I think some of them, some of them have walks that I'm like this like, yes, I know how they walk. And you've, I know like, exactly planned, how they you've walk. decided this is how it is. Exactly. Yeah. Some of them, I feel like, don't have a distinct walk. So I'm like, well, what is their walk? What no. do they consider their walk to be? Because I'm not sure I know what it is. So that was also intriguing for me to see. Like, I remember I thought that about... Um, I thought that about Denali because Denali's outfits are always so different that I feel like her walks are different. Like, yeah, she, I mean, sometimes she literally glides. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know what a Denali walk is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought the same thing. But there were also some queens. I'm getting um, sidetracked, kind of. But there were also <laughs> some queens that I thought were walking not like themselves. Which like Miss Tina Burner. Tina oh. Burner, I thought was doing isms that uh-huh. she does, but her actual walk, because I notice her walk, it's weird. It's, it's really weird. weird. It's like, because she's, she's such a gigantic man. She, like, clicks, like, her, like, heel, like, she, like, clicks her butt with, like, her heel almost. Yes, and like, she, she also, brings her feet up really, yeah. <laughs> she does yeah. bring her feet up all the way. Up. Like, all the way. But she also has, like, the tiniest legs, so it kind of looks like they're wobbling. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, this is not how you walk. These are your isms. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing the walk, but that's I, what I thought about I Tina. Enjoy, <laughs> that was an example of how, like, me enjoying Tina and Rosé's little, like, back-and-forth friendly banter, but also, like, at the same time, it's, like, completely rude. And yeah. just, like, they're literally just coming for each other's lives. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, this is how you walk. It's like... <laughs> yeah, well, they can take it, I guess. I <laughs> guess. I mean, they, they didn't seem very butthurt, which I yeah, appreciated. which is nice. Um, So... So other than, other than that, I didn't really. There wasn't really much. I just enjoyed it. I liked learning about oh, God the Mick queens. trying to do candy was pretty funny. God, God Mick has a fun personality. I I agree with you. I really really enjoying Got Mick. I'm well because we've seen these queens for so long that a lot of them I'm like I love you, and a lot of Aww. them I'm like at this point I'm like get out of here. Okay, is that Tina for you? Uh, well, you know, I always bash Tina. You on always this. bash Tina. But I'm also kind of like that with Utica a little bit. I'm I don't know if I'm here for her anymore. I don't know if I'm here for Olivia anymore. I'm not gonna lie. Well, after this episode, I'm not either. <laughs> I'm like really surprised at that because I, I really loved Olivia. I loved Olivia too, but I mean, we'll get into it, but let's just get right into all right. runways. the runway. This is a nice quick episode today. Yeah. Because um, they're all together. True. <laughs> um, who was first? Uh, Rose, Rose and, and Tina. Tina. <laughs> um, Not the silence. The silence is so loud. <laughs> um, what did you think of Rose? Okay. So how do we, how do we explain this? Rose, Rose so, so as Tina. Rose as Tina. What did you think? Um, this was very camp, mm-hmm. and I thought face-wise looked like Tina. I it thought did. Rose did a really good job as Tina, actually. I agree. I, she did the, the she wobbling did the of the foot. The, and the feet. Because she must know. She sees it. She but sees it. Tina maybe just didn't point it out, but uh-huh. I thought the outfit, this is the only time. I think they said this on the pit stop. This they is did. the only time that Tina Burner should be showing the red, orange, and yellow. And she didn't. And she didn't. What was that? I don't know. That is a branding thing. And Tina Burner knows her brand. And it, it, it just was like, Maybe what? she just like, maybe that, the outfit that she brought for the makeover challenge was that outfit. 
and well, I mean, it, even if it was, that's still not an excuse because there was. I don't I, think there it was, was. It was green. It was green. It was an homage to Little Shop of Horrors because, oh. like I said, I stalked Miss Tina Burner on Instagram. Um, Interesting. And I saw that she has had that look. Like that's like a past look of hers okay. that she's had. So I'm like, did she bring this and just put it on Rose? Was this her I first mean, yeah. choice? Um, but why no red, orange, or yellow? She had a red, orange, and yellow top, like thing, like jumpsuit in the beginning of the episode that she was showing to Rosé, I think. She was. Oh, wait. This is actually something I wanted to say. Mm. During the Ruse walkthroughs, when Got Mick and Candy went to the thing, Mick had like the thing that she was going to wear, which was red, orange, and yellow. Yeah. And I was like, oh, did... I literally said out loud, did Tina leave her stuff on the table? <gasps> and I was like... And then when it came up later, I was well, like, yeah, you're why right. did nobody say this earlier in the episode? Because why didn't Ruth say that? Like, I was just or why so didn't, like, confused. Tina say something like, you're stealing my gig or something? Like, she doesn't really mention the color palettes, like, a whole lot. She mentions it, like, a few times. Every but, once like, in a while, I'm just surprised, it. like, it's kind of, like, everything to her. So, like, yeah. she doesn't talk about it a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, um, so, Ro- <laughs> Tina as Rosé. I thought she looked like a mess. I'm not going to lie. Um... I thought the makeup doesn't suit Tina's face. Yes, that's what it was. That's what it was. It doesn't look good on her face. Not that it was like, like, I'm sure that the makeup was good, but Mm -hmm. Tina's eyes are just so tiny (laughs) um, that it just didn't, it just like looked not great. And the hair also didn't look good. Just, I don't think Tina looked good in Rosé's gear. I thought that what Rosé did was a little basic for Rosé. Okay. I mean, I think it's classic rosé because I mm-hmm. know that look that she has because I've stalked her as well. Yeah, on that's Instagram. like her Stephanie It's child like her Stephanie look. Child look. So I was like, this makes sense for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I wanted more just okay. because she's been doing really well. Yeah. And something different that is still rosé, signature rosé. She did. She should have done something with ruffles. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say yeah. anything with ruffles would have been signature rosé. So, but maybe she was scared because Michelle, because Michelle called, called her, her, her out. out. Yeah, but this would have been, I think rewarded in that maybe aspect maybe, maybe. we'll see maybe cuz it would maybe maybe it would have looked weird on um on Tina. Tina yeah you're right so maybe she just went the safe route she was like this is my look this is mm-hmm. my thing when i present myself for the first time as rosé this is who i am yeah and honestly go for it yeah go for it um next up was olivia and denali when Olivia turned the corner as Denali, I was like, oh, yes, this is Denali. It looked just like Denali, I thought. I thought she looked just like Denali. I thought literally the entire outfit, the makeup, the eyebrows, yes. the hair. Like, I was like, this is Denali. Yes. Like, the braid, the ice skates, like, yeah, like, duh. And she looked truly just like Denali. She really did. I mean, her little, like, gliding walk that was she weird. Was, was so was weird. weird. She tried. She really tried, but it was weird. Um... Yeah, so that's what I have to say on Denali's work on Olivia, is I actually thought Denali did a wonderful yes. job. Denali, I, I thought she could have been Denali. Yeah. So that's um, that. And then Olivia's work on Denali was, what, what, was, was what? really, really questionable. Olivia's thing to me when I think of Olivia is tiny purse. Oh. Tiny purse. Where was tiny purse? Well. And I think... Denali was a redhead. Okay, yeah, Olivia is usually redhead. Oh, I didn't even um, register that. That's why I thought, at least, I feel like I've seen a lot of red wigs from Olivia. But, I mean, 
what is Olivia's brand of drag? It's is that, like Baby Rue, thing. right? It's Baby Rue, I guess. But even makeup wise, like she painted Denali's brow like really thin, and Olivia has really, really thick brows. Yeah. So I don't know. I just like, I also thought like Olivia's features are just really big her eyebrows, her lips, her eyes. She could have painted that on Denali. Like she could have made Denali's lips be a little bit bigger. Um, I thought just a tad bit. She okay. just, I don't think that Denali looked like Olivia at all in what she was wearing or makeup wise. Her, the look was just basic. Yeah. And what's weird about that choice is it's not like they had like some sort of size difference. Yeah. Or maybe they did. I'd, and I, we just didn't really notice, but like, again, any, any I think drag that, queen that was, worn that I feel look. like that was the look that, uh, uh, Olivia was going to go with for the makeover challenge and yeah. she just like was like this is what I brought and wasn't going to change yeah. it and put her in something else you know so yeah. I don't know I I thought Olivia did a bad job I thought she did a, a really bad job too this and week she's kind of sometimes she just does a really bad job and like the judges are like blind all of a sudden I know well like I don't get it it makes me it makes me really sad because she was doing really well mm-hmm. and now she's not. But also like I don't know, I also think sometimes her attitude can be a little um I don't know. It feels like she thinks and I don't know if this is true or not, and I don't necessarily see this from her, but I feel like maybe this is what she thinks. She can do a kind of an iffy job and kind of get away with it. Mhm. She she always gets away with it. She's I don't know gorgeous. how. Gorgeous. Maybe that's what like, it is. Like, I don't know if that's what it is or, like, or Rue sees her as a tiny Rue in her head. <laughs> a but tiny like, Rue. A tiny Rue. I don't know. Maybe. But I was really, really disappointed with Olivia last week, and I was really disappointed with Olivia this week. Yeah, I agree. Let's <sighs> move right along the line. Who is Utica, next? Utica and Simone. And Simone. The best of the night. To be honest. So good. Um, see, this is an example of two queens that know their brand. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. know their brand, they studied each other, and they killed it. They killed it. They and did their homework. I almost think that they had the best pairing because since they are total opposites, right. it was easy enough for them to go in the completely opposite direction mm-hmm. and it to really, really, really work for them. Oh my God. It just worked so well. I mean, Simone as Utica looked weird and so and weird. Like fashion forward though. Like it was mm-hmm. it, everything Utica is. And mm-hmm. her walk was perfect. So perfect. Um and Utica as Simone, <laughs> the walk was amazing. Okay, and she walked down that runway without any quirkiness. She also in looked sight, beautiful. And she did amazing. She, that was like the best. I, and that's what's sad about it. Is mm-hmm. that like I said this when I watched it. I was like, I think this is the best that she's ever looked. And, but, but it's she not didn't like paint. It's not her drag. And she didn't do the drag on herself. Which right. I'm like, ah. And but she I loved, looked gorgeous. What I loved about Utica's look. Uh, sorry. Simone's look on Utica. She adapted it for Utica. Yes. And... I didn't feel like, ooh, this is all weird. This is awkward. No, no yeah. It just I didn't, was, like, great. Yeah, it was great. 
and it I was knew fashion. that it was Simone. Yeah, it was fierce. I loved it. I loved it too. Oh, by the way, were you kind of upset that like they didn't walk down the runways together? Um, honestly, yeah. I was too. Because I thought that they would, or at least like if they did their own individual runway, maybe like meet up at the end or something, like do one together or something. Maybe they just thought the episode would be too short. I mean, it was pretty short. Or too long. Oh, maybe. Maybe. I, I don't thought it was a pretty short, it seemed like a pretty short episode. I mean, yeah. I was just surprised because usually for these, they make them walk down the runway together. Yeah. But maybe it was just like going to take too long and they didn't have enough days. You're right. I don't know. Because, you know, there are still eight queens left. Let, let's us not forget. <laughs> um, and then last but certainly not least, Mick and <gasps> Santa Anna Wings. Not your mask blowing. Wait, <laughs> no, do you want to get it? <laughs> I'll pause. Wait, no, I won't. <laughs> you guys, we are out here. Um, it's a little nippy today, um, but we're still outside <laughs> recording. And the winds, the Santa Ana winds are going crazy. <laughs> if you're a Crazy Ex-Girlfriend fan, then you'll understand that. Um, but anyways, back to Mick and Candy. What did you think of Got Mick as Candy? Um, I didn't really think that this was necessarily Candy's brand. Mm -hmm. I think that they made do with what they had. I don't know exactly what Candy's, Candy's brand, brand is, yeah, no, though. Me neither. I feel like it's like she had the Ghetto Fabulous. Yeah, Ghetto Fabulous. I think, yeah. I thought that the So I don't know what it was. was like... Oh, the gap. Nice touch. See, I think Candy, or Got Mick did a good job emulating candy which is what saved them in this mm -hmm. challenge because if it, i think if she hadn't done a good job i think the look was a little basic on then candy's the, part yeah, the yeah. look would have been a downfall for her yeah but also like with what they had to work with like which is why i was so upset about them complaining so much is like they they did it like right. easily right so, so they did a good job for what they had, what they had to work with. Can't got Mick obviously did an amazing job walking down the runway as yeah, Mick. Yeah. It was like over exaggerated, but it worked. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it, it it did. It um, worked. and then what did you think of Candy's Mick? I mean, um, it, I thought it was very got Mick. Yes, I thought it was. that the look was really cute. Um, I definitely like wouldn't see Candy. I don't think Candy looks the best in Got Mick's look, yeah. but I thought that Got Mick did a really good job with what she had to work with. I agree. And, uh, you know, she painted her famous mug, now it's famous, um, the white <laughs> mask, and I liked that she adapted it for Candy, mm -hmm. so it wasn't her whole face, it was half the face, and yeah, I, I thought Got Mick and Candy did a really good job. It worked. Um, but yeah, when when Mick was walking down the runway, I was like, why is she in red, orange, and yellow? Yeah. And now I'm hearing like Candy being like, oh, do you? Does she own the colors red, orange, and yellow? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, sorry, <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyways, judgment time. Um, so Simone and Utica won won the challenge. I As agree. they should. As they should. Agreed. Well deserved. Yeah. Uh, bottom two was Olivia and Denali. Um, and I agree on Olivia. Yes. Well, all of the Rue asked the queens. Yes, I forgot about this. Um, who, who should go home? Should go home? And they all said, said Olivia, Olivia, except for Denali, who said Candy. And then Candy got into tough. Which, I think. I don't know exactly what it's like to be there in that moment, mm -hmm. of course, but I, I don't think that saying someone's name, is offensive no it's not denali it's obviously wasn't gonna say her 
partner's name no. that she just worked with. She had to say someone else. And honestly, I actually think that I would have put Candy and Olivia in the bottom before I would have put Denali in it if if, if they weren't doing it in the pairs. I if they were agree. judging like separately because I thought that Denali did a really good job on Olivia. She did. And I that's why I'm like I'm confused as to like what happened, which we'll get to, but like I thought that Candy got a little too defensive. Mm-hmm. And I, it was like in the moment it was funny and they were like, Yes, stand up for yourself. But I was like, okay, relax. Like it's a little you much. did put her into a red, orange, and yellow. Maybe they don't see it when they're there. Yeah. And, like, as the audience, we see that that is obviously, like, we associate that with Tina. Yeah. So if it was a challenge about being the brand, then, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that, you know, maybe um, Candy didn't do the best job. Yep. (sighs) I agree. Um, And, And, like, to kind of go a little out of order, when they went back to the workroom to untuck... mm -hmm. Denali and Olivia were really upset. I know. Like they Denali like more so. Heartbroken. I felt well, really I bad. would I would be so upset if I was in Denali's shoes. She didn't do a bad job. No, she didn't. All. Well, Rue was kind of mean to her about the mug. Yeah, I know. Which, which I, I was, was surprised about. about. I was like, maybe we weren't able to see it as well on TV. I don't know. I don't I don't know. <laughs> like I sometimes don't understand what the judges think because I just, as a viewer, I would think Denali. I, Denali. Like Denali on Olivia. Like it looked like Denali. Like all of it. I just was really disappointed with our bottom two, which ended up being (laughs) Olivia and Denali. Um, I was really, really, really disappointed with this. Oh, oh, but here's what I had to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. Did you read all the controversy surrounding this elimination and the dress? So, can you explain it to me? Because I saw that uh, Olivia tweeted the dress that I put her mm-hmm. in was a reveal dress, yeah. and da 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 da. But I wasn't. I wasn't sure like where that so started. So I actually thought this to myself while I was watching it. I was like, Denali is a fierce lip syncer and can do all these tricks. She's wearing this long dress that she probably can't move in. Mm. Now, in no way did I think that that was sabotage on. Olivia's part, which is what the rest of the world thought. Oh, they thought she they thought sabotaged it was sabotaged. her. Yeah. But no, Olivia is oh. a smart queen and has showed us in past episodes that when she wears long dresses like that, she is ready and prepared to lip sync. Mm-hmm. There was always a reveal underneath. There was one in the first episode when she lip synced against Rosé and then there was one with that yellow gown that she wore and there's one with this. She's mm-hmm. a smart queen. She knows what she's doing. Um, and Denali chose apparently and made a tweet about it to to not reveal because she was like, "This is a, like a like a Christian song. Like I'm I'm not gonna like drop on a split and do the flips in this. Like why would I do that?" Okay, Which I understand. I, I get it. I yeah. guess I get. Um, also, why did they play a Christian song? Then? I, you know what? I, <laughs> on Drag I, Race, I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was a really weird choice of lip sync, and I was really, 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 really sad to see. Denali go home. No, I was shocked. My mouth was on the floor. I was confused for hours afterwards. I did not know what happened. What? I don't I don't know. Like I, I fully why? don't know. She's like the Jan, basically. I still don't know to this day why she went home and not Olivia. Because none of it was her fault. None of it was her fault. None of it. And I was like, this is like awful. Like, this is horrible. She's going home because someone else fucked up. And here's my conspiracy theory. Conspiracy num- theory number two of the episode. She went home when she did 
because she's going to be an add-on on All Stars, and she had to start quarantining. Thank mm. you. That's it. Why else? Wow. Why else would he send Denali home? I mean, I definitely think that she'll come back for All Stars. I mean, for she sure. will come back for All Stars eventually, but like, I just don't get it. Denali did nothing wrong. She did literally nothing wrong. I, I was, I was really pissed off. Olivia too. looked like Denali. Um, I don't know if you watched Denali's or if you saw on Denali's Instagram though. And if for viewers that are listening, if you haven't seen, go to Denali's Instagram and watch the video that she posted for her um, on what she has to say about her elimination. Oh. She does this. Um, she does the lip sync song, but it's filmed in like this like beautiful like forest ice lake and she's like dancing in like the mountains on oh, this wait, icy I did lake. See this. I did it see was this. literally amazing. I was like, <laughs> this queen just got sent home for no reason and this is her comeback video right now. Like this is her revenge video. Denali got sent home in eighth place, which is Which is Jan. Which is the all star spot. It's true. I'm sorry. She's a pretty girl. Place that's what Jan says I'll is say that it. eighth place is the pretty girls. <laughs> Listen, all I know is Olivia is on thin ice after this thin, episode. Thin ice and um especially because like I loved I loved Denali. So like now I'm like, well you sent you sent her home. Mm-mm. Let's see what it's all about. Yeah. Let's see why, how, come on, step it up. <laughs> bring it on, Olivia. Yeah, bring it on, Olivia. <laughs> Remember ten weeks ago when I was like literally ten weeks ago. Um, oh my gosh, Olivia. I love Olivia. And now I'm like, let's go, Olivia. Like, <laughs> we're going to fight. We're going to fight in the corner next week. Like, let's Times go. Times have changed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So Denali goes home. They're crying and untucked. Yep. Seven queens remain. What's happening tonight? I can never remember the preview. I actually don't know what's happening tonight. Oh. I, I don't remember the preview either. I feel either. like it's an improv challenge for some oh, reason. Oh, branding. Branding challenge. It's oh, a branding challenge. Like they're like marketing one. a product or something, I think. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, who do you think will do well? I'm trying to think of who's still we were. I think we were like so wrong on this last week before we, we watched really the were. episode. Because we were like, Denali's going to do well. Um, we did say that. Yeah, huh? we did say but that. But she did do a good job. So technically we were right. Um... I feel like Rosé will do a good job this week. I think she, maybe she'll get a win. I can see Rosé doing well. Honestly, She'd be good at a Honestly, Nick challenge. is like a really strong competitor. and I feel like you don't know what you're going to get with her because yeah. people don't think of her as like being funny, but she actually really is. I haven't seen her really be bad yet. Yeah, no, me neither. This season. Um, maybe Candy could go home. She's not very good at I hope that Tina prof. does well in this. I mean, maybe Tina will snatch a win this week because... Oh. She could she be good at this one. challenge. She like, she's kind of funny, and, like, she's... Well, she didn't brand herself this week, but she usually knows how to brand herself. But <laughs> Red, orange, and yellow, baby. Let's get it. So we'll see. Um, So we'll see. I mean, are there literally, like, six episodes left, or are there only, like, four? Because I there's seven queens. I mean, I'm assuming that they'll do a top four. So if there's seven queens, then how many is that before? Seven? Like, about... Like, um, three more episodes before the top four. Then like three more episodes. So four. Three. There's maybe like four or five episodes probably. <sighs> so we're going into April with this thing, huh? Yeah. Looks January, like February, March, April. Four months. Yep. <laughs> That's a long time for a television show to be on. It's very long. Um, 
Anyways, well, we'll see what happens tonight on the episode. I'm excited. Yay. Maybe we're going to get our double elimination. No, maybe we will get the double elimination because I really wanted that last week. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Although then Olivia, Although then they both would have went home. Well, then maybe at least would have been Which a Which I actually thought kind of would have made sense on it, Olivia's part. but <laughs> Rue is like saving Olivia for some reason. If you know why Rue is saving Olivia, please let me know because I'm confused. Is like Olivia her daughter? Like what's yeah, going like, on? Yeah, like let's see. Like is she going to make it to top four? Like yes. how? far is she gonna get yeah she is going to make it to top four because rue paul is like in love with her <gasps> okay anyways. you're out of here so coming at you live folks from the porch we're a little chilly today yeah, but we chilly. got the recap done and <laughs> not him shivering, <laughs> shivering. <laughs> um we'll catch tonight's episode and we will try to record over the weekend yes and thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to share it and like it and follow us on Reality Recap Podcast on Instagram. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Yeah.